Hey, welcome to the Rusty George Podcast. I'm honored that you're taking some time to listen to this. Every Monday, we'll be coming to you answering questions that you submit. Feel free to send in a question, hashtag RG Podcast, and we'll be talking about stuff in the church, in the world, and of course, in sports. Really glad that you're here. Welcome to uh, the Rusty George Podcast, everybody, and, or I guess it's the Mike Rope Podcast for is, week three. Man. Week three, so, yeah, filling uh, in. Yeah, thanks for being here again. And Thank you. A few announcements before we start off. Um, Mark Munoz will be the guest for next week's podcast, so be sure and join us for that one. We've had uh, a special guest that we're going to be putting up here pretty soon uh, for some NBA talk since... Uh, we haven't talked enough sports lately, so. yeah. <laughs> but um, so watch out for that. And um, Cubs and Indians tonight. Yep. So yep. I'm really crossing my fingers that the Cubs you're, just blow. Well, you're a Cardinals fan. <laughs> I, got, I got so many Cub fan friends, man. I feel for them. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've tried. 108 not, well, years really, is long enough. Really. Yeah, I, I haven't tried. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> The success of the Cardinal season now depends on the Cubs' demise. So it's, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be happy. That's if... a sad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I can't help it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I try to convince myself that it's actually better for baseball that the Cubs lose because they're kind of the last good story. But uh, yep. really, I just Well, they're going to be good for like 10 years. They're really yeah, good, young and they've good. They've got it set in place, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they're good. For sure. So, well, cool. Are you a UFC guy, too? For what? Mark Munoz next weekend? Are you yeah, no, I'm not. I, okay. I really don't know. I mean, it's uh, it scares me watching it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, I don't want to meet that guy. No, yeah, for it sure. Is, you know, so, yeah. No, I hear you. Well, cool. Um, so, pertaining to the message today, um, yeah. I grew up in the 90s a little bit, so I'm a Nirvana fan, mm-hmm. and uh, Come As You Are reminded me of the uh, message today. Huh. And... Uh, I just want to kind of read off the lyrics here to start. It's to come as you are, as you were, as I want you to be, as a friend, as a known enemy. And then the second verse comes doused in mud, soaked in bleach, as I want you to be, as a trend, and as a friend. And I hear that song, and I think about the struggle that we have between wanting to be known and also wanting to fit in and yeah. kind of, you know, just hide right. a little bit. Right. We, we want to be seen and known but only comfortably right. so to the where it's on our terms and we can still kind of mold our own image to what we think it should be so why go through the trouble uh why do we do this to ourselves what are we so afraid of to be honest with ourselves and well, with you, one another you know there's <clears throat> one scripture that pops in my head when you ask that it's a, you know it's the, the fear the fear of people's a dangerous trap and we all yeah. fall in that trap because we we want we, we we chase something. We strive hard after something we already are, which is accepted. We're yeah. accepted by God, yeah. but we we want people to accept us and love us and like us and follow us and comment on our posts and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know, because uh, it makes us feel validated. And uh, I've just I've just been learning for a long time now. I, I really do, and I know it sounds like a cliche, like a bumper sticker or something. I really do want to live my life to an audience of one. Yeah, because my identity used to be so <laughs> screwed up that way. By trying to please the please people in my life, trying to appear more than I was, it just gets exhausting. Wearing a mask and trying to live t- two lives and just more so yeah. much freedom and being real and letting your identity come from who God says you are. Yeah, that's that's been a big change in my life. That's good. And can you go into kind of you distinguish I think between 
trusting God and pleasing God and that gap between yeah. there. Can you explain that a little bit more? Because that's really foundational to kind of this whole. Yeah, for, for, for me, uh, you know, the, the pleasing God part, I was trying to use, a, you know, a great illustration I said that I got from a guy named John Lynch, uh, mm-hmm. just trying to paint a picture of pretty much my journey and I think a lot of people's journey toward, you know, religion. Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I do a bunch of religious stuff, I show up enough, I read enough, if I behave enough, if I, enough, 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 right. then maybe, maybe, you know, God will stop being ticked at me and my guilt will go away and the guilt never goes away and you never mm-hmm. do enough. And so I, I ran from that years ago. I, I ran from religion and, uh, started trying to trust God for what he only he could do and it was it wasn't until I was probably 17 years old that I realized that God really is love mm-hmm. he's love he's not he's not all these things that people told me he was because scripture says he's love and everything about God flows out of that that he's love he's not just loving or sort of uh, or loving is one of his many attributes he is love even his his wrath flows out of his love mm-hmm. his justice flows out of his love his faithfulness flows out of his love and that was a game changer for me, man, knowing that God, he loved me. And yeah. in spite of my screw-ups, in spite of my not being enough, in spite of me faking it, he, he saw the real me. It gave me a sense of freedom. Like, I, I could, faking God out is futile anyway. Yeah. But when you stop trying to fake him out and fake other people out, your life just gets free. Yeah. It's a different way of walking. And yeah. uh, even when you do screw up, you know, you got a, got a perfect father that picks you back up and goes, come on. You know, I know you fell. We're going to walk two steps today, three tomorrow, mm-hmm. four the next. You're going to be jogging pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon you might be running and looking a lot like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it's been a it's been a really, for me today, it was very personal. That, yeah. That's been my personal journey of going down that road and finding it to be just as empty or even emptier yeah. than before the search began. Yeah, and you could tell, so I appreciate that. <laughs> so you And you mentioned the Hebrews 11 scripture, and, and the yeah. translation said it's impossible to please God without faith. Yeah. And we often say how we, how we view God, um, and this is kind of indicative to your story as well, how we view God is how we view others and we treat others and how we view ourselves and treat ourselves. So if we're constantly trying to please God, do you think, that has a lot to do with how we try and please other people and look good around. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's all about image. Yeah. And what's funny when we try to please God and we know we're not, but we're still like trying, and yeah. you know, it's man, that's almost the worst kind of fake. Yeah. You know, it just it does it does leave you in a, in that it's a spin cycle of a of a blow it, guilt, shame. I'll do better. Promise. Try again, fall, guilt, shame. It's just <laughs> yeah, this yeah. like perpetual. That's not the relationship that God died for us to have yeah. with Him. You know, it's it's going. Come on, man. If you just walk with me, be honest with me. Um, I know, I know you inside out. I know your struggles. I know your weaknesses. I know your strengths. I love you. I love all of you. Yeah. And I wanna, I wanna be that true. It's you know the word for daddy in Hebrew, true Abba mm-hmm. years where you could learn to know me like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been a big change for me, man. Yeah. So and that verse just jumped out at me too when I was putting this talk together. That it's in, it's impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. You just can't do it. Yeah. Without faith, believing that he he only he can do certain things for us, mm-hmm. and that he honors people that humbly seek after him. 
and the the image of the masks too really hits home and speaks a lot and uh, we've been going through the rooted curriculum so mm-hmm. a few weeks ago we went through the strongholds type thing that's kind of the the uh, pinpoint of the entire study is where kind of people open up a little more about right. and be honest about what they're what they've struggled with in the past what they're struggling with and kind of the image that I used for my my group that I'm leading online is uh, that we, you know we all watched Scooby Doo as a kid and at the beginning there's this ghost or ghoul or goblin that's always haunting this town and you know the mystery machine and the, the team goes and tries to solve what it is and, and it's always the it's mayor. always yeah it's always some like <laughs> member of the community in a mask or something yeah. but that speaks to the like I think that's a really good uh, image of the Christian life and Richard Beck I got it from Richard Beck he uses it in his new book but he says that, that those are the things that we have to unmask and exploit because when we do them they lose their stronghold on yeah. us they lose their uh, you, you know ability to tie us down and uh, ability to uh, hold us back and um, that there's a freedom in that like you there were is. saying there's a freedom when we well, you know unmask those things yeah I, I've often said that uh, you know it's amazing how most of us are like the rest of us. Yeah. You think like, oh, I'm the only one who struggles with this. I'm the only one who has these thoughts. I'm the only one that's been there. And you find out, no, you're really not. You know, we all kind of are the same and we all struggle with different things, but we all struggle. And, you know, that's why I think there's a really cool scripture over in James chapter 5 where, where it just says, you know, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other mm-hmm. so that you can be healed. It's just saying, drop the mask. Come on. We're, yeah. we're all in the room of grace. Yep. There's real healing that comes. I remember a guy telling me something he hadn't told anybody in like 20 years. He'd been keeping it secret for 20 years. And when he told me, I mean, it was almost like a visible weight falling off his shoulders. Mm-hmm. You could just see like this relief just, it's like all this poison just kind of came out of it. It, it, was, <laughs> it was really pretty awesome to, yeah. see, to see that. And I, I remember another lady did the same thing. And... She she caught, caught me the next week at church, and she goes, you know, after we talked and I told you all that stuff, I went home and I got on the scale because I thought I'd lost like 30 pounds. <laughs> wow. She goes, I didn't, but yeah. I thought I did. Yeah. You know? That's just the way it feels when that mask comes off and you just go, you know what, I'm going to embrace this grace community. We're all fellow strugglers, mm-hmm. and we have the grace of God that's changing us and the people who used to be like that, but now we're changing yeah and i'm really glad you mentioned that james verse because a lot of times in the in the new testament you hear paul or other writers talk about you know confessing to one another or preaching the gospel to one another admonishing each other with wisdom and when we think of preaching the gospel it's often a christianized term that we just think oh we come to church on sundays and that's where we hear the gospel but really it's what we do to one another throughout the rest of the week and so that can kind of be a weird that's kind of backwards for a lot of people um, so what's what is when you hear that term like preaching the gospel to one another? What's that mean to you? Yeah, it is means it, being really good friends. Yeah. Like yeah. We're, on this, we're on this journey together. Yeah. I've had so many good friends in my life that have spoken hard truth to me because uh, we all have blind spots. Uh, you know, we we don't see things about ourselves that other people see. So it's good to have those people in your life that are so committed to being a part of the transformation of your life that will say, "Hey, man, uh, I just want to say." Uh, when you said that, it sounded kind of prideful. Mm. You go, really? Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've been noticing lately a lot of things you've been saying. It's like, oh, man. And, and again, it goes back to our series. I need yeah. to go to the replay monitor because yes. I just got a flag thrown on me, and God searched me. Is that true? And God goes, after further review, yes, it is. Call stands. Yep. And so let's go to work on that. And I think 
having those people in your life that can kind of almost play the referee part yeah where they're they're seeing things that we don't see it's been it's been life-giving to me even though it's hard to hear sometimes uh, but it's it's been i mean I, I think i think it's saved my ministry a lot of yeah a lot of times when i look back and things that guys have said to me personal friends that i gave permission to do that yeah you know because I, I did want to hear it yeah yeah, our, our faith is never our own. I mean, that that kind of faith requires an authenticity yeah. on our part. And a major part of the story of Jesus is obviously, you know, the cross. And many of us are accustomed to saying, you know, Jesus died for my sins, and but we just leave it there. And yeah. we really don't pick, you know, we miss, we miss the confession part. We miss the openness and vulnerability part and picking up our own cross of suffering in that part and admitting to other people that there's actually something wrong. If we live that way then we're really not accepting the gift for what it is. And we're not undergoing or taking up our own crosses of suffering. We're, we're really not saved for anything, from anything, if that's the case. And and, and it becomes almost a, a flattery, like you yeah. were saying in your message. It's like a behavior. We just modify our behavior to right. kind of just kind of get through the day, and we don't actually have to really change at all. So... Um, and it takes kind of takes me back to Romans when, he, when Paul says, you know, all have sinned and fallen short. Of the glory of God, and we'll we're fine with saying that in general kind of statements yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm sinful too, man," you know. And but we never really know why we're yeah. sinful, and that's I think kind of the part that yeah. becomes crucial living that in that community. So I was just I was just actually just praying with someone in the lobby and uh, just talking to her about you know how it's you know, all the self effort that we're yeah, we you know I know I'm falling short I'm falling mm-hmm. real way short man so I better step it up and I got to start pleasing God and again you're back in that spin cycle of guilt yeah. stuff yeah and I just told her so you know what you know, thinking about Romans 12 where it says it's God God does the transformation yeah God changes us just like that all that all the self help self effort willpower that a caterpillar could expend not going to turn him into a butterfly he has to surrender to the process of metamorphosis now he has to cooperate he has to surrender but god changes him into a butterfly you know yeah and same thing is true with us i mean you know our, scott's job the transformation our job is to renew our mind cooperate with the work that the holy spirit wants to do by hearing hard truth by feeling that convict conviction in us by knowing that by going to the monitor and saying search me oh god i, yeah. want, I want to be more like jesus yeah that's the way we cooperate by you know getting into god's word and, and learning new ways of relating and reacting and looking at the life of jesus and see how he treated people all those things i think are our part to cooperate with the transformation that only god can pull off yeah well good stuff man thanks yeah thanks again. thank you man it's been a fun series being being with you on these uh yeah podcast yeah anxious for rusty to get back <laughs> yeah well that being said any closing thoughts that you want to throw out there no just okay. uh, you know just always be honest yeah. uh, with yourself uh and with god with other people and life uh is so much better when you're that way couldn't have said it better myself all right man thanks bro all right hey thanks so much for listening we're really glad that you chose to be part of the podcast Again, submit your questions to hashtag RGPodcast. And we'd love for you to go to iTunes and to write a review of the podcast. That helps us out so much. Spread the word, share it with others, and we'll talk to you next time.